3: too long. The Eric Zancho podcast is now. Thank you for being here. What the? That's weird. Like, What is going on? The thing that I used to bash the Zenith, which was below me is now that way. I should have asked, uh, asked for a new Zenith for Christmas. That, that critical piece of equipment, which amplifies the microphone sound and, uh, does nice things to the voice. I kicked the thing like a day after I got it two years ago and uh, did some type of damage to it. I don't know what the hell is going on with that thing. So every now and then I have to bash it like old school Zenith TV back in the day. And then somehow it works. Oh, i tell you right now, if uh, one of the old engineers at the radio stations that I used to work at knew that that's what I had to do, Oh, my God. They would kick my ass. We had this guy at uh, Cumulus. He's uh, actually, uh, I I really like him. Uh, His name is Dave Grant. And uh, it was, uh, Grant, there's this, this exact same piece of equipment. And radio guys have a tendency to think that their microphone doesn't sound right. So they'll go to that piece of equipment and like twist the knobs and they have no idea what they're turning and twisting me included. And man, if he found out that you fucked with the processing, son of a bitch, that is a bad, bad place to be. So a lot of the times they'll go and they'll man, they'll like, um, uh, get these covers that go over it. And they screw on so that they, the the knobs can't be touched. Yeah, you could just take the thing off if you wanted to. If you really wanted to get after it. But most radio people are like, ah, fuck it. I'm not doing that. Because you have to, like, uh, drag your ass into engineering. Open up this uh, 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 drawer with screwdrivers. And then there's cameras in there. The engineers have cameras in there. In case you do this. Because they will find out and kick your ass. Um, there was one moment in time it was Ben glaze and easy on the radio on cumulus and Ben's computer that he used for some reason, uh, he wasn't happy with it. So he goes, Hey, I think I'm going to go switch this computer with that computer in the other room. Now Ben and I, and we, it was like on uh it, we, we thought that it wasn't even in use or doing anything. This computer we had, we had, had no clue. And uh, so I encouraged him. I go, yeah, do it, do it, do it. So Ben goes, unhooks his computer, his big tower, drags it out of the studio, puts it in the place where the other one is and takes the other one and brings it back in, hooks it up, goes, ah, everything's great now. It's working fine. Within like two minutes, uh, somebody from the radio station realized that there was something wrong because that was the computer that supposedly would, I guess, uh, uh, published traffic reports like hey there's a slowdown on us 131 would then um get filtered through that computer and somehow wind up i don't know it was some weirdo thing it it doesn't matter the point is it was revealed one minute after he stole the computer that it wasn't there and people are like hey where's traffic i don't know what the fuck so they start sniffing around and sure enough they figure out, and Ben didn't even like hook up the new, the, the old computer there. It just kind of set it there. And then they track it down. And uh, Grant, Dave Grant, uh, figures out what's going on. And he goes, Ben, can I see you? And he takes Ben into a room and closes the door. And there's another room in that room. They go into that room and closes that door. And I could still hear him yelling. I was like, oh, no. And uh, I'm guilty by association. So um, after, you know, time passes, I approach Grant, and he's so damn pissed off about this. You do not screw with anything engineer. Never. You always, okay, you just don't do it. So um, after the dust settles, I said to Grant, I go, hey, you know, I owe you lunch. Let me take you out to lunch. He goes, okay. And uh, I go, you even choose where we're going. And that bastard, we walked past every restaurant in Grand Rapids and went into the swankiest hotel called the Amway Grand. And uh, there's a, a Wolfgang Puck in there. And he sits down. There's like a Mater D. And, uh, you know, he he, he tucks in his, uh, 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 his fucking cloth napkin like the Blues Brothers and he orders like everything on the menu. The, the, the meal cost me like $350. Like you fucker. Oh my God. Time passes. He leaves the radio station. And Lori was working there. So she drove everybody out. Grant goes down to Texas to work at a radio station in Texas. Same company, Cumulus. And then uh, after time passes, he comes back to Cumulus. He's back there right now. God, I miss that guy. He is such a curmudgeon. Curmudgeon? Curmudgeon. Whatever. Radio stories. I love radio stories. Some of the most fucked up shit ever. Um, There's an engineer at uh, iHeart where I work right now. Uh, His name is Rich Bass. And I think he may even supplant uh, Grant as my all-time favorite engineer. This dude knows everything there is no, but he's cool. He's not like, um, hardwired, uh, idiot like Dave is when I, and I say that, uh, with affection, Dave's just such a hard ass. Jesus fuck. My God. Uh, speaking of radio, Ben and I had a uh, hell of a time reviewing the world famous free beer and hot wing show yesterday on who are these free beers? Uh, lots of uh, material to discuss. We went almost one hour and, and still um, didn't have enough time. Uh, we did that and then we busted out the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Which featured highlights from Ben's radio show. Which he's doing right now. And he might even be like listening to this while he's uh, producing the radio show that he's involved with. Speaking of radio again. I am on the radio today. I actually have been. um, Let's see. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday. On uh, Big 101.3, the fun hits you know. 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. The boss, Dave, reaches out to me and he says, Hey, can you fill in for Allie on Big 101.3? And I go, hell yeah, I can. She's off jet setting, doing something fantastic. Who knows? Now, look, we've talked many times. It's voice tracked. Uh, you simply push a button. You hear the last five seconds of Neil Diamond, Cherry Cherry. You say Big one point three, the fun hits you. No, the greatest songs ever recorded. Eric Zane in for Ally Mac. Don't worry, it's temp- uh, temporary. She'll be back on Tuesday, here's the monkeys, and that's it. And then I hit the button, you hear Daydream Believer, and then that's it. You move on. You go to the next one. You can do like tremendous amount of uh, voice tracking in a, in a short amount of time. It's both excellent and terrible for the business. The second someone invented voice tracking... That was the beginning of the end of radio. And I say that with no hyperbole. As soon as um, the Telecommunications Act was signed in 1996 so that um, investors could own packs of radio stations in each market, then they started to figure out that they could automate that. They could voice track and save money. Prior to that, you could own one FM station and one AM station. It uh, made it so that you couldn't have a monopoly. Now there is, and whoever signed that bill Agreed to pass that bill. Didn't even read it. Um, So now, as soon as all these radio companies own all these radio stations, the first thing they do is start to cut. And it's been cutting ever since then. The second you started to be able to voice track and automate. Now, first of all, the jobs dwindle like crazy. And uh, then the minor leagues is done, and when the minor leagues are done, what I mean by that is the overnight. When you know you get some a young radio chick or a guy who um, might be uh, really green but have some ability and uh, uh, thoughts about how to do a radio show, They, they you throw them on overnight on the weekend. So that they can be terrible and figure it out. And then that allows them to get better and better and better and better. And then you you can incorporate them into different aspects of the radio station over time. Nowadays, you don't even have that. Nowadays, you'll have radio stations that actually don't have employees. You know, I can, from this room right here, hit a button and voice track every radio station in the iHeart cluster. Um, with just that, a push of a button. Because they have that capability and they, and they kind of want that because, and I can understand why, you know, you pay somebody a uh, uh, 12 bucks an hour to voice track afternoons in New York city. It's, it's fucking remarkable. Um, so that is both excellent because you can do this, but terrible. Because nobody at the radio stations anymore. There's, there's, the, the, the halls are empty. It's very, very sad, in my opinion. Um, now, I've talked about this earlier this week, about the cost of running a radio station. It's astronomical just to um, pay for the electric bill, let alone staff insurance, parking passes, all that stuff. It is licenses. Oh my god. It is uh it's remarkable. And so there's nobody in the buildings and I don't I think we're, they're going to get to a point and I said this before we're out we've already they've already started where they're um, selling off radio stations. These giant companies are like uh, all right, uh we owe 90 billion in debt. Let's sell off all these radio stations and pay some of this debt down. My God. Joe Martinez says it's called progress. Yeah, in a way, I mean it's kind of like the uh, uh, they've they've antiquated their own uh, medium. At the same time, you've got a, a vast amount of options now for people to um, uh, create and consume. Um, Patrick says, Bill Clinton personally attacked the tune man. And out of that big fraud, Zane was born. You know, at the end of the day though, I still love radio. And the, the thing I find most interesting about radio is that no, even though now a lot less people are listening you never know who's paying attention. You never know who's actually got the radio on. And it's kind of like that with podcasting. I mean, I don't I don't know who's listening or anything like that. Unless if it's people on the live chat, I see you there. But, oops. Damn it. It's Just kind of like a uh, mystery, if you will. Uh, we are recovering from a, uh, a dog weird sleep thing last night. Uh nothing major. Didn't have um any of the dogs like take a dump or puke in the bed, thank God. But I woke up with a uh a paw actually on my my mouth and nose. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it was uh and then snoring. Dar- Darla actually right next to my head, and you know how like Husband and wife sleep head to toe on the bed. Well, so do the dogs. So it isn't like they curl up at your feet. No, they sleep like people. So you got Darla right next to me and right next to her, Bruce. He's closer to, he's right next to Diana. So you got Eric and Diana on the ends with no space. And then Darla and Bruce in the middle completely sprawled out. Uh, Numerous times throughout the night. I feel Uh, dog uh, uh, claws going into my back because she's situating and she stretches her legs out and they just go right into my back. Uh, There's no way I can sleep without a t-shirt on. The t-shirt kind of subdues some of the um, sensation of claws going into your back to some degree. So it only wakes you up 90% of the time. She thinks it's fantastic. Jesus. Um, And, you know, I know some of you who do not have dogs are like, why do you do this? Why do you do this? Okay. You don't understand unless you're just a total dog person. I don't know why it is, but it's, I'm not comfortable if those dogs are not in the bed with me. Like under the covers, on the pillow, there. We sleep in a dog bed. It's a little gross, admittedly. Admittedly. Like, I always go back to this. If Diana ended up going to the Rainbow Bridge, you know, hopefully not ever, um, I'm still going to sleep with the dogs. So if there's ever um, a woman who wants to be my wife after that, they're going to have to wholeheartedly accept that. And no one in the right mind would do that. We have a great friend of ours named Sherry, who I jokingly, we all often jokingly say, Hey, like, uh, Hey, like um, you're, you're my wife backup. And she laughs and it's so cute, you know? And I said to her, I go, but seriously, you are my wife backup and you have to sleep with dogs. She says, well, then I'm not your wife backup. I go, Holy shit. Uh, Linda says I was sandwiched between two cats most of the night, and then she says I hope you use flea meds on them regularly. Absolutely, uh, heartworm and flea meds—you know the uh, pills—but uh, and then there's freaking O'Neill. I cannot believe it took me one year to finally figure out to use that dog tracker on his collar around here i bought that damn thing for up north and then it doesn't work because there's no cell coverage up there so that's a pain in the ass however it works fine here and him constantly escaping uh, i was like well jesus why, why am i i've got the answer right here just keep the collar on him. and uh that had, i think one of you might have suggested that you know it never it's never my idea I can't tell you how satisfying it is when um, I realize he's gone. He should be like in that fenced in area and then he escapes all the time. I realize that he's gone and then I'm like, oh, fuck yes. It's like a real life Pokemon Go. Pokemon. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Pokemon? That's what Kenny taught me to say. Pokemon. And sure enough, I uh, I open up the map. And there's, and, uh, his little face is, you, you can upload his picture. His little face is moving in the neighbor's yard. I can see it and it's real time and it's perfect. So I just take a walk and I go over this hill and I make a right and a left and I go behind this guy's house and I look and there he is looking right at me. I go, O'Neill And he's like, Oh fuck. How come you're getting good at catching me? Oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh no. I go. Let's go. Get on. Get home. And he's like, God damn it! He's figured this shit out. Um, Stevie just loves O'Neill, and his face is not in the camera, so I better get that in there for her. Anyway, that's where uh, we are right now after a uh, fun day of podcasting yesterday back again right now with uh plenty going on it is uh it is a a long weekend of uh sports so you got the Griffins tonight I'll be there awesome you got the Grand Rapids Gold Saturday um wait a minute is that right yes yeah, Saturday and then Sunday more on that in a bit but thank you to everyone who's enjoying the show on Facebook, X, and YouTube. It's time to go, though. I'll give you a few minutes of it right now. The rest of it is available on Twitch. Uh, if Download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. You get this show in its entirety. Uh, while you're at it. Follow the page, subscribe, and off you go. There is a Patreon. I do a Patreon bonus podcast every day, and there's a ton of other content, including Who Are These Free Beers? And you can try it out for free at patreon.com slash Zane. This show that I'm doing right now, the audio is available wherever you download podcasts shortly after I get done. Uh, you can download the audio podcast on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you prefer you want to say hello send me an email eric at ericzaneshow.com on the shoreliners striping inbox have a great day facebook and twitch brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev uh, x brought to you by blue frost it update on great food giveaway number four with tampons We're winding down week one of Passing Around the Hat to feed 100 people with Christmas dinner, which includes uh, honey-baked ham, honey-baked ham, spiral ham, corn, potatoes, gravy, uh, rolls, King's Hawaiian rolls, and pumpkin pie. 100 boxes of food to be given away as people drive up at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, no questions asked. Put it in their car, and off they go. The cost of that is $4,685.60. Uh, Chris Kay told me that two years ago, it was. Uh, he sent me an amount, and he found an old Facebook post. This amount is 25% more than that amount. Uh, $4,685.60. We now have 20, 20 people donating. Uh, Who have donated a grand total of $2,602.52. Meaning, we have 2,000, we need $2,083.08 in order to... To meet that food goal. But. We're not done there. After that is met. We need to pay for the tampons. Megan came up with a brilliant idea. And she said look. That's like a thing. Where uh, people don't have enough money. To even buy a freaking sanitary. Yeah whatever they're called. Sanitary napkin. That just sounds weird. Well anyway. Any type of feminine products. So um, we're going to buy a ton of those. And uh, hey, you want your uh, ham dinner? Cool. You want some tampons? Here you go. And uh, that is a nice, uh, nice, nice touch of service we're providing for these people. So uh, if you could, I just posted it on the chat. For the 30, 40 people every day um, who watch the show live, we can hammer this out quickly as well as on Patreon. Thank you to everyone who has already even just thought about giving. 20 of you have done that. Now, there's the Venmo way, there's the Cash App way, and the PayPal way. Uh, I don't recommend PayPal because they take their cut out of it. And it's a little bit more of a uh, of a hoop to uh, jump through. Uh, when it comes to sleeping with dogs, Blue State Rob says, my dogs have to be touching a person when they sleep in the bed. One dog likes to even nest in between my legs and rest his head on my leg. Oh, yeah. Um, Nikki says, my dog sleeps under the covers, pressed against my back. I wouldn't have it any other way. Dude, that's exactly what my dogs do. These, what you just said is what happens at my house. And then, so sometimes I'll put the fan on me and uh, the air will be blowing on me. And then Bruce is in between Diana and I. And then if I get up to go pee, the wind is now hitting Bruce. So then uh, Diana has to lift up the covers because he's cold and he has to go under the covers until he warms up, and then I get back in the bed, and then the army crawls back up to where he was. It's, it's, a, it's a ritual. My God. So silly. But, man, we are so attached to our dogs. Um, Chris says, little space heaters. Animals are the shit for that. Amanda says, when it comes to giving away tampons, I still love the idea of asking them how big their flow is. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, somehow I think that uh, that'll go against the spirit of the great food giveaway. When we say no questions asked, well, we might have to though, because we might have different varieties. You might have the small ones, or the uh, or the super absorbency. We should have like me give away the tampons. No, I it has to be a chick giving away the tampons. You know. Okay. Speaking of uh, the Griffins, uh, something known as the uh, Red Kettle Game. Uh, happens tonight and um, that is like for the Salvation Army and after the game um, the jerseys that the uh, Griffins wear they kind of correspond with the Salvation Army or something like that so we we auction off the jerseys and uh, then the extra money goes to the Salvation Army how about that and uh, every year we've raised I mean over the years we've raised uh, like nearly a hundred thousand dollars easy For this. Um, And. It brings to mind. One of the most awkward. Uncomfortable things that has ever happened. And. uh, A lot of you. Have. Have heard this story before. But. For years now. I have been the auctioneer. And I'm not a professional. I I don't have like a cadence. Or a, a chant. Like, uh, a professional auctioneer, but I, I do. Okay. At least just to get the jerseys sold. That's, that's the point, you know, all right. Uh, 25 to what do I have? 25 Do we have 50. I need a 50. Is there a 50 here? 50. I see a 50. Do we have a hundred? Okay. On the silver. Now these jerseys go for quite a bit of money. Tyler says, legendary story. LOL. Oh, big time. And, uh, I'm standing up on the stage doing my auction thing and it's down to two people and they're going back and forth. And I learned something here. Never ever. Well, I will. If I say the moral, I'll blow the story, but anyway, I'm sitting there going, okay. Uh, gentlemen in the red hat, 300, uh, gentlemen in the red wings, Jersey in the back, has three fifty. Gentleman with the Red Wings hat has four hundred. Gentleman with the Red Wings jersey has four fifty. And this goes back and forth and back and forth. They're they're dueling it out, and this goes for minutes, several minutes, and um, you know, it's like, gentleman in the red hat goes for a thousand five hundred, and the guy in the back with the Red Wings jersey, my man, he's going for sixteen hundred. Way to go, dude! You know, and I'm I'm barking all this shit out, encouraging them, trying to get the money, trying to raise money for the Salvation Army. So it feels so good. Come on, guys! Oh, it's a it's a fight between these dudes. Oh my God, they're going back and forth. 1650, 1700 from that guy, 1750 from that guy, and it's going on and on and on. And then finally, the guy in the back, uh, he gets to a certain dollar amount that it's it's the other guy in the front with the Red Wings hat. He's not going to be able to uh, bid anymore. So I go. Going once, going twice, sold to the bro in the back with the Red Wings jersey. Come on up and get your jersey. And it's quiet as shit. I'm like, why? How come no one's applauding? Usually they're like really rowdy when the, when the, uh, it's because, uh, they can see and I can't. And there's a real problem. Uh spoiler alert. Looks like Kyle's gonna sit down for extended time. What an idiot. I'll come back to that. Um as the dude is getting closer to me. the dude says i'm a girl and i'm like god damn it and she was but uh, uh th- this is for Kyle by the way this red card how stupid are you um yeah she's totally a uh a dude with very short hair and no makeup and uh you know Wearing work boots. I'm like, oh fucking shit. And I was like She really put me in my place and I don't think I deserved that. I should have just Yeah, I mean, she does she did look like a dude. She should have just said, uh, you know, that that's the way it goes. I do look like a dude. And, and I think that's what she wanted. Um, so I, I think that was actually a, um, uh, a flattering thing that I said a lot of times when people are transgender and I don't know if she was or gay when, I don't know if she was, but I'm just assuming, um, I'm going to go ahead and assume that they liked being called a dude. Like, uh, Madison's boyfriend, born a chick, now a dude, loves it when I treat him like a dude because he is a dude. Uh, Becca Shea says, "Did the did she get her haircut at the King's Room? Absolutely." Blue State Rob is giving me some uh, shit about uh, the half-assed red card. I said I was going to go back to a dickhead. I had to finish a goddamn story first. What is it with you fucking people? I'm deciding how shit goes on here. I'm not done. I wanted to tell the goddamn story. Finish, have the, not everybody sees Kyle's stupid spoiler. The audience that just listens to the podcast, they don't have any idea about that. So I finish the fucking story. Then I'll go back and say, and beat up Kyle. And I don't need you dipshit telling me how I give out my red cards. I'll get back to Kyle in a second, but first you're going to have to eat 10 minutes. too, you fuck face? Shut the fuck up. I'm the fucking dick here. I'm the one stirring the drink. I'm the one doing this. Not you. Shut your fucking Jersey mouth up and as for Kyle. Put a dick in your mouth and be quiet. I'm telling a goddamn story. How the fuck I'm telling the story and then you give it away at the end. Did you say, Hey, I want to go ahead and ruin the story today. You asshole. Jesus. Why am I even here? I got one asshole wrecking the story. I got another asshole uh wrecking the show because I'm not yelling at the first asshole. Give me a minute! Ugh. Kenny writes, six hundred seconds are way more entertaining and fun when you're not the dumbass receiving them. Yes, true. Now, don't wear out your welcome because I'm in a mood now by saying anything more than that. God, people are so dumb around here. I don't understand. I mean, after all we've been through, why would you jump to the end of the story and destroy the story? Joe Martinez, who I'm going to bring in here in a second, Says that he got into a fight with someone at an auction, too. I don't know if I remember that. Do you, dude, you remember that chick that yelled at me on the Simon jersey? I need to get that. I don't remember that. And it, it's been way too long since we've had Joe Martinez in here. Is an absolute legend. I doubt he's working. Eric Z. Bet la are cabron. Ah, uh, pince we, cabron,
4: stupido. Eres un pince babo.
3: Ah, I don't know what that means. What, uh, at an auction, you got into it with somebody I don't remember. Yeah, remember.
4: Um, it was when, um, they had that Jurassic Park uh jerseys, okay. And uh, Simon Edmondson had got hurt, he got ran into the boards, and so this jersey was up for auction. Yeah, and I was bidding on it, and I think I got to like I think I was right around 1500 or something like that for it. And some girl down on the bottom to your left on the other side where the players come out
3: yeah she
4: was she was sitting there and she was bidding so then i got it up to 1600 and that's where i stopped that's the why i'm not gonna go any higher you know yeah well she you know she didn't bid any more on it so after i won the jersey that's when she stood up and she was i knew it was you i knew it was fucking you getting the jersey i knew you were bidding against me and that. i'm like oh lady oh I'm like, damn if you you know, you want the Jersey. I mean, all you had to do is bid one more time. I was going to stop, you know, but I, she was uh, all, okay.
3: I have not, ne- I, I don't recall this. I don't, I think I might've either, I blocked it out or I just wasn't, I didn't really pay attention when it happened.
4: Yeah. That was right before COVID and it was silent. Everybody's, everybody looked at her like they were all like, How's wrong with this lady. I'm like, you know, it's just a jersey freaking auction, you know?
3: Well, yeah, and she so could have she, won- she could have bid. I mean, shut up. Who cares? That's that's the point
4: of the yeah. auction.
3: That's that's oh, know, how
4: and that's- Yeah. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> that's how auctions because- work. Right. And I, and I have fun with it because sometimes I'll bid them dumb people up.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. So you well, I know you. You like to piss people off.
4: <laughs> Remember that guy? I paid him up to almost 3000 Well, that was a while back, but almost $3,000 for that Bertuzzi jersey.
3: And he ended up ha- getting it, right?
4: Yeah, he ended up getting it. He ended up paying $2,800 for it.
3: Now, uh, a lot of people ask, some of these people, they don't look like they come from money, but they still spend a lot on jerseys. Is there an option for, like, a payment plan on these jerseys?
4: No you gotta have well not with the new dash app that they got um you have to have a, a credit card on pile on the dash app and you know once you win it they charge your account right away um so there is no you know payment plan or nothing like that it's all because all that money goes to all the uh to all the benefits so like you yeah. know tonight's would be for uh what do you call it um for the red kettle
3: yeah salvation you know, army
4: and then yeah and then like sunday's auction was for uh what do you call it the hispanic whatever they were donated to um you know and most of it goes to the what do you call it the grand rapids griffiths youth foundation
3: yes yes so that the kids who are underprivileged can play uh can play hockey did you just did you just hit the rumble strips no i thought you hit the rumble strips i thought i heard that you go off the road
4: no that was a guy
3: uh
4: (laughs) i'm over here by i'm gonna go get my haircut but uh I'm going to. I'm on 52nd and uh, what do you call it? Coming up on Hybrid Center, so it was like a car that came by me. So all
3: right, you better go get it. You better go to King's Room Barbershop. Oh, well, I'm gonna have to try them out because <laughs> I, I go over
4: here to this other place, and I, this is a place that David, uh, what do you call it, um, suggested to me. So I've been coming here for a little bit.
2: Okay. But I just
4: found out that the girl that was doing my hair left i
3: didn't know about okay yeah so, yeah yep, yep.
4: they, they got another girl in here and i don't know how and i asked her point blank i said you do know how to
3: cut hair right oh She's yeah like, Yeah. i'm like okay. that's the old <laughs> joe okay, Martinez. Well, that's the old joe martinez shit sandwich yes yes you gotta get it to
4: went to, hey I, you know what i should have done is i should have went to indianapolis for the, uh, the yeah, the,
3: it's the Big Ten championship. I'm surprised you didn't go to uh, Indianapolis. I I,
4: I know. I, I just you know I just now you know I forgot there was a Griffin's game tonight and everything. So
3: now when when Michigan was uh, shitty under Harbaugh, the first five years of his career, were you still a big Michigan fan? Dude, I'm a diehard Michigan fan. Even during, even during Brady Hoke and Rich Rod. Yep. Oh, boy. Uh, I knew they were
4: shit then, you know, because of the coaching staff that they had and then the recruits that they had,
3: you know. And well, so yeah, they're oh, and they're, they're just kind of like. And they're much better now that they cheat. Oh, they don't cheat. Where's the proof, Leroy? <laughs> Gotta
4: have the fucking proof, man. <laughs> That's the whole deal, you know. Okay. They so even, look at look at wait a minute wait a minute let me let me ask you this question. All right, did they win this past weekend?
3: Yes. Okay, with a backup coach. Yes, it's very impressive. So, I said so that. The I said that. There is none. So, there's okay, none. So, where's the cheating? They, they don't. I already explained to you and everybody else that it's over, that they've been vindicated. You
4: know, you, you had a guy here that was trying to make a name for himself, you know, and you had a booster that was, you know, he didn't care. And he said, here's money. Yeah. Well, here's there's here's your money. proof. You, you just know? said it. There's the
3: proof, dickhead. You, you know? said there's no proof.
4: Anyway. Well, the guy. Was doing it by himself. Oh, so, I don't and believe like, that. And, and like the NCA has already said, you know, until the NCA says something different, you know, they have already said that there is no proof. Yeah, they,
3: they as of now. That's because they, they deleted it. They deleted it.
4: Right, as of now, that Harbaugh knew anything about it. Now, if something comes out and says, then yeah, hey, you know, this is what yeah, we got Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know, I know, okay. I
3: know, I know. Then,
4: I know. then, okay, but until Whatever. that point in time, you well, know. You got to have the damn, the proof is in the pudding, man. So they, they beat, they beat
3: Iowa and then they, they have to win two games in the playoffs. Now that's going to be, that's, uh, I, I, I think that they will, I actually do think that they will. And I don't, I don't, I don't care. Um, but I think that they're that good. Um, so you've got to go, they're
4: going to, they're going to go to the the championship game, but I don't think they're going to win it. What?
3: Why would you say that? Are you kidding me? I I don't,
4: because no, because if Georgia happens to beat Alabama, which I don't think they will now, if Alabama wins because Alabama has been able to beat Georgia in the last three uh, championship games. And so if Alabama wins and it's Alabama, Michigan, then Michigan's got a good shot at it.
3: Well, wait a minute. Didn't last, didn't Georgia win the national championship
4: last year? Yeah, but I'm talking about in the championship, in the conference finals. Alabama beat Georgia last year? No, Alabama didn't play last year for Georgia in the championship. So there's been three games that Georgia and Alabama have played for the uh, SEC title. Okay. And Alabama has won all three of them. Okay? So if Alabama wins, then Michigan's got an excellent shot at the championship. But if Georgia wins... George is going to win again.
3: How pissed off are you going to be if Iowa manages to beat Michigan? They will.
4: I. They're not going to be. They, they. That won't happen. I. If that yeah, happens,
3: I I if that that happens, I'm going to go to your house and do an emergency podcast just to see you. <laughs> just to see you hang yourself. Oh, uh, you can. <laughs> I'll
4: be. I'll, I'll be about six feet under, drinking all that tequila with the victory. And smoking that big stogie.
3: All right. Have a good you know one. What? I'm hanging up on you. I don't want to talk to you anymore.
4: Why not? Uh, I talk to you tonight. No, all I'm right. I'm gonna I'll... come around the glass. I'm gonna come around the glass and flip you
3: off. Yeah, again. that's your thing to do. You bring your lovely wife over there. I love seeing her pretty face, and then you give me the finger like the stupid, dumb Mexican that you are.
4: Hey, what did my grand what did my granddaughter tell you?
3: She said, uh, hardball rules or some shit, or I don't know. Go blue, go blue, go blue. Eh, whatever. <laughs> all right, get the fuck out of here. Shut up. Um, all right. Aram, has, uh, Aram writes, I remember a small school, Appalachian State, that beat Michigan in 2007. That was incredible. Block, block. Uh, okay. I think Kyle might be back now after the uh, 600 seconds. Oh, he might have left. He's probably butthurt now. What the hell are you doing? Uh, And then Blue State Rob, maybe he left too. He might have left too, that's it. Speaking of joining us on the show, Rick, that legend from TC Paintball, is coming around here in just a, in just a few minutes as well. I get a star on the forehead from from Rick. Rick loves me today, uh, this week because I I was looking out for Rick. Some of you already know what I'm talking about, and I'm sure that you'll just somebody if Blue State Rob were here or not Blue State if Kyle were here, he would ruin it for everybody. Linda absolutely hates Michigan. And by extension, she hates Joe through Michigan. Okay? Because of all of this Michigan bullshit. Again, I like I don't want Michigan to lose because it's Michigan. I want Michigan to lose because of their fans. Their fans remind me of people who support Trump. That type of pile of shit human being. That that's what I picture when I picture Michigan fan. I picture them storming the Capitol. I bet that if you were to go through all that, um all those pictures of those assholes storming the Capitol, 95% of them had Michigan jerseys on. They're Uh, A a garbage group of people. Okay. Um, They're horrible. You don't want anything to do with Michigan fan. Maureen says so obnoxious. Beyond obnoxious. You know. (sighs) Holy crap. But uh, I don't know if that's going to end anytime soon because I don't see Iowa beating Michigan. You know? Uh, All right. Thank you to the sponsors that support this show, including the aforementioned Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, 616-516-8579. Support his uh, love of Griffin's jerseys and Michigan football uh by reaching out to him to get your furnace or ac uh looked at if anything goes wrong we have officially ended the promotion of uh get a free furnace tune up that went over amazing now if anything goes wrong from here on out for the rest of the winter or for the entire winter uh you got to pay for it a tune up is 79 bucks that's still unbeatable 616 that uh particular piece of equipment your furnace and your ac both of them they need to be looked at every single year maintaining them is key to the life of uh these pieces of equipment so reach out to joe 616-516-8579 for a and e heating and cooling How about the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage? Now offices throughout the United States. Anywhere in the U.S., you can get a mortgage. 231-332-6505, whether it's your first or your tenth, or maybe getting equity out of your home. You've lived in it uh, for quite some time. you got a lot of equity built up. You can get some cash out of your home in the event of uh, whatever, something unexpected. Maybe you want to take a trip. Maybe you got to pay for a wedding. Oh, my God. 231 332 6505. 231 332 6505. Talked about King's Room Barbershop. Got to get Joe Martinez there. What's he doing? Come on, some sponsor on sponsor crime. Uh, King's Room Barbershop with three locations Northland Drive, Caledonia, and at 821 36th Street, uh, Southwest in Wyoming, right next to the Costume Room is King's Room Barbershop. Uh, Their uh, website is kingsroom.net for exact locations, hours, schedules, and pricing. But generally, you're going to pay 19 bucks for a haircut, plus tip. Great, fantastic stylist. Andy and Colleen own all three King's Room Barbershops. If they cut your hair, Andy or Colleen, please mention EZ. If it's anybody else, please mention EZ and tell them to pass it on to Andy and Colleen. Makes my life so much easier when I know that audience members are listening to the message and supporting the sponsors. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, what's up? It's your pal easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane show podcast, the Eufy video lock. Oh my gosh. Smart lock, two K cam and doorbell three in one triple security. You got everything in one device. All right, rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes, they walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to EufyOfficial.com slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock Uh, Let's see. Linda says, I pray Nick Saban gets a shot at those cheating fucks. Then Rick responds to Linda. Actually, Linda said, Georgia hasn't beaten Alabama in three straight. Joe says, nope, Mexicans are always right. All right. R- Linda responds with, right about what, Joe Martinez? That Nick has seven natties and Harbaugh the cheater has none okay you're right so now she's kicking your ass joe martinez and by the way you shouldn't be contributing to the chat while you're driving to get your dumb haircut at a place that is not the king's room barbershop uh ryan is here hello to ryan Aram writes, number two on Michigan is really good. They were able to put him on Marvin Harrison Jr. and then play him as a running back. Rick says, that's not the same dude. College teams have more than 100 players, so numbers get shared. Aram says, oh my God, I did not know that and never would have guessed. I didn't know that either. You mean like uh, you can have number two... Is, uh, is 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 shared? So the running back is number two, and again the defensive back is number two. I don't think that's true. That's that's not true at all. I don't believe that. Rick is wrong again. There's no way that's true. I'll discuss it with him in a second. Oh, hold on, time out. Joe Martinez has informed me that the DTE Energy rebate has been extended. Is that Why didn't you tell me beforehand, dickhead? Did you just find out now? What has it been extended to? All right. You can get the uh, uh, furnace tune-up for free still with Joe Martinez. Of course, I'm the last to know. It's the dumbest thing ever. Breaking news. Yes, breaking news. All right. Welcome back. I actually walked out of here without this hat on, and then I walked back with the hat on. I saw it in the bathroom. I go, that looks like it could keep me warmer than I am right now. I want to bring in an absolute legend another one of Linda's um, uh, loves of her life. Linda absolutely in love with both Joe Martinez and Rick from TC Paintball. And who could blame her? She's on the prowl. She's like the black widow. These guys are all married She's like, I don't care. I love them so
2: much. Good morning, Linda. Uh, Rick, how are you, buddy? I'm great. How are you, Eric?
3: Never better. Never better. I was just talking about Michigan football. What do you think about this? Which
2: part of it? You think We're that they the you, bus- you think I- you think they're gonna win? Uh, oh, I I think I, I yeah, for sure. I mean, what's What's Iowa? Number 17?
3: Well, I mean, win the whole thing. Do you think they can win the whole thing? I know they're gonna beat Iowa.
2: I would love to see him win the whole thing. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Georgia's tough, but Georgia's got a big game with Tampa for sure.
3: You know what I like is since they're paying these guys millions of dollars now for name, image, likeness, that McCarthy, even though he's had so much success, uh, he's there's a good chance he's going to come back for another year of football.
2: Wait, I don't even know. Is he a junior? Yes. Well, I mean, I personally, I mean, just looking at him play, he's played, played great in the last half of that game last week, but I feel like in the first half he made a lot of mistakes. I think another year we're doing good.
3: Well, yeah. A lot of people are saying that since they stopped cheating, he's become average.
2: Jesus Christ. I thought you were letting that go. Well, that's not a true, that's a true
3: statement. I mean, he has played average since the cheating scandal was exposed.
2: Since the scandal or the allegations. I mean not just the straight up cheating,
3: right? Ah man, you know they did that. They had to have.
2: I know they did, but let let's flip over the stones on all the
3: other programs. No, let's flip stones over on the one that's doing it.
2: All right. The- Jackson- all the other uh, college programs are pristine and clean, right? Well, look,
3: look, the allegation of the other colleges, I get during the game you can do that. You can do that. That's why they hold up. One guy's holding a picture of a pizza. The other guy's got a picture of, you know, Bill Clinton, and then they're covering their mouths. I mean, that's that happens. However, however, the, the, the difference was they were scouting games and recording video and studying
2: it. Yeah, that, just like everyone so, so we can say that uh, Michigan is kind of post-scandal right now. Where I'd wager to bet most of the other programs are pre-scandal right now.
3: Okay. Well, uh, until we know um, that, I I do agree that Michigan has it, it's over. I mean, uh, and they and they they emerge with uh, with their heads held high because they won those three games. Harbaugh takes his punishment, and now I mean, there's there's nothing more to do. You know, they've weathered the Storm.
2: storm there's no doubt. So, are you a, like a Michigan fan too? I am a Michigan fan, but I'm not a fan of Michigan fans. You're not a fan of what? Michigan fans. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, they're animals. They, they are. They're too boisterous. They're too loud. There's too much we. You know what I mean? And I do the same thing, so I'm going to bash on something that I do a minute. But it annoys me. I've never been any type of part of the Lions organization, and I still say we once in a while. But it still makes my skip crawl just a little bit when I say we when I'm not really a we. I'm just a fan of them.
3: Don't even get me started about the Lions. They fucking suck. Can you believe that Thanksgiving? They're 8-3. and Dude,
2: that was so bad. Again... It was a bad game, but we've talked about this. It's a long season. You know, even Super Bowl champs don't look great every single game of the season. It's an up and down. Goff is struggling with his confidence right now, but, you know, we're uh, we're, we're still in good shape at 8-3. and three. The sky is not falling.
3: Dude, they are going to lose bad at New Orleans. You watch. It's coming. What's that? I think we need to make a wager. Oh, (laughs) I just, I just don't feel good. I just, I just, every time they do this, like when they uh, uh, screwed up the Baltimore game, it took me like three weeks to even come back to the pack. I am so quickly off of the bandwagon when they fuck up
2: that definitely put me back like 10 years when I watched that game. I was like, okay, okay. We're not, uh, we're not, we're not the best team in the league. There's no doubt, no doubt about that. But I mean, you, you, we got to look at the big picture, man. And I've said it a lot. It's, uh, they've had a lot of constant progress and there's going to be ups and downs this year. Now they got time to straighten out before the playoffs hit us.
3: Uh, Rick, I, um, something fell into our laps as uh your, your man on the street, easy procure help procure, a brand new uh, turf setup for TC Paintball because I was at a local soccer venue with the kids playing with my grandson. And in front of the building, they had rolls of new turf. And I go, wow, it looks like they're going to get new turf. I wonder what they're going to do with the old turf. Half an hour later, you're talking to the guy who owns the place.
2: Yep. Yeah. That's all accurate. And I do appreciate it. I, uh, I hope I'm just hoping that you didn't hurt your arm patting yourself on the back. I know. I,
3: I know it's true. It's true. I, I, I felt really good about that, that I was so awesome in helping you that way.
2: If I stumble across just, you know, just tit for tat, if I stumble across like some 80 year old, um, feet pics, I'm going to send them directly <laughs> your way. Did you, did you say feet pics? I did. What does that mean? Like a foot pic. You know, don't you have a fetish? Oh, oh, pictures. Okay. <laughs> I thought I was referring to something you pick your foot with. Is <laughs> uh, okay. that's something you're going to uh, invent when you have uh, yeah. some type of foot. So that guy was just going to throw the turf out, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, he he's sold some since then. He's got like two fields worth that they're changing out. So like 54,000 square feet, I think is the number. Um, but yeah, most of it, he was just going to throw away. So I told him, Hey, if I, if you can hold it till next week, I'll be there with a the truck and we'll load it up and take it away. My God. So he
3: rolls it up, you give him some cash and then you take it. Yes. That's so cool. So does it, that, it, um, so it, it's the indoor facility that has the turf, right? Uh,
2: it, where it's, it's at and coming from. Well, no. It, in where
3: you play indoor paintball, there's turf down there. Is that what's going to be replaced? Well, no. So I've got
2: turf everywhere. I've got turf on both my outdoor fields. I've got oh, my I didn't, area I didn't even the- realize that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when you're out in the village, that's turf. When you're out on the outdoor airball field, that's turf. And the indoor airball field is turf, along with my staging areas and whatnot. So we're constantly updating, um, changing it around, um, you know, adding to where i before.
3: Okay. All right. That's good. All right. So off you go. So does that mean that when you bring the turf... To TC paintball, it stays there in a room for like four years before you do anything with it? Give or take. <laughs> do you put it next to the axe throwing? <laughs> I don't want to talk
2: about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I'm, I got to keep some shit closer to the vest. I'm not going to tell you about things that I have in development because obviously it takes me too long to finish it. I'm My, my guys hate me for, for jumping on a project and then getting that project to like like 85 90% and then walking away going yeah I'll finish that later.
3: Oh no, no. I, I absolutely understand what you what you're going through because I got I have made so many promises that I no longer make promises because I know that it's going to slip through the cracks and I'm not going to do it.
2: How's your basement coming?
3: The basement is actually uh all it needs is me to put furniture in it. Uh ah. I mean I actually have to just buy the furniture and put it down there.
2: I don't. I didn't realize you had finished like the the wall work and whatnot you were doing. I didn't. I didn't think you had that done. Well, I didn't do
3: anything. I just paid a guy to do it. So you know,
2: whatever. So you finally, bit the bullet. I must have missed that uh, that episode. That's, we all right.
3: that. That's all right. That's all um, right. Aram suggests that Rick will need to dedicate the field to me. Can you? Can I get my face painted somewhere on the field? Oh,
2: wouldn't that be great? <laughs> you know, like those big? Uh, those big? What are they called? Those um, not bobbleheads? Fat bad heads, uh, you get, there you go. Yes. Bad heads. That would be awesome.
3: Uh, Aram says, is the turf all different colors from the paintballs breaking on it? Well, yes and no.
2: Well, yeah, we use just white fill paint indoors because it keeps things cleaner, um, especially my netting, which is a pain in the ass when it gets colored. Outdoor, we do do other colors, but outdoor is always uh, getting washed away with the rain, and everything in paintball is soluble, water- so it's a, never a permanent uh, thing.
3: Uh, All right. Anything burning on your brain that you want to discuss family-wise, world-wise, what's what's anything at all? I always give the opportunity to, uh, you know, uh, touch on something that we might not be ready for.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I never had really much, not much profound to say, but uh, how do those dates look? Did you look at those that I sent
3: you? Yeah, you sent me January the, uh, I can't grab it right now, the 7th no i think it was 14 and 21 14 and 21 Um, uh, well that's gotta be one of those has to work for the mexicans because they work every other weekend so right. one of those will work so uh I'll, I'll i'll talk to the mexicans and uh and then i will determine what's up
2: yeah check all your gig economy jobs and whatnot and let's uh let's set this thing up it's been too long all right buddy hey i appreciate you so much i will talk to you soon yeah man rick from tc paintball
3: uh, the Mexicans rule the paintball world for us. Uh, my buddy Gabe, who is the leader of the Mexicans, but he's not a Mexican. He's a Honduran. Uh, he and his pals—I mean, uh, they're all—they're all Mexicans. I mean, if you don't have Mexicans, um, you know what stops the world? It's like the trucking industry. You know, you ever see that? Hey, if you like what you got, thank a trucker. I'm like, hey, if you like what you got, thanks a Me- think a Mexican. That's why I've said, uh, uh, you know, for several months now, several years now, we need open borders. We need more Mexicans. The Mexicans do all the tough shit that us pussy white guys can't do. God damn! If you want it done right, get a Mexican to do it for you. True, you open up the border, you get the various cartel members here and there, but who gives a fuck? You're gonna get that anyway. Ah, uh, Joe says they're not Mexican, pendejo. What are you talking about? I think he's making fun of Kenny. I have no idea. Catra Show 189, I think that's how I say it, says, Hey, let's go. I'm a Mexican. I got Kyler over there. He's a fucking Guatemalan. I tell you what, my south of the border friends rule the world. I knew that I was in a good spot. When I visited Honduras, because of what you see, okay, you take for granted um, some of the things here in the U.S., but I go to I go to Honduras and I'm at a stoplight, and um, uh, this is in, in San Pedro, and this guy walks into the middle of the intersection, and uh, he's got a flaming something like a torch. And he holds it to his mouth and goes... And fucking flame shoots out of his fucking mouth. You've got people that are spitting fire at intersections for tips. Oh, And while you're there, someone is going to walk up and clean your windshield. Now you either tell them to knock it off and threaten them with violence or you pay them. If you let them or if you don't stop them from cleaning the windshield, you owe them money. Uh, That happens quite a bit. It's it's a weird way of doing business. And then uh, there's also this. These fucking gypsies that live, uh, on this island called Roatan and they're called, uh, Garifuna and they're, I think described as native Africans living in Honduras. And they're, that's not a derogatory term. It's a culture, Garifuna. And, uh, this Garifuna woman comes walking up to Diana and says, uh, hey, uh, I want to give you a massage. And she just starts touching her feet, touching Diana's feet. And Diana says, no, I, I don't want a massage. And she's rubbing Diana's feet. And I, I'm not aware what's going on. I'm in the in the other, uh, I'm in the, the, what do you call it? The room. And uh, holy shit. Uh, Diana says, no, 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 thank you. So she like pulls her feet back, and the lady goes, "Oh, okay, no problem, fifty dollars." And Diana's like, "No, I told you I don't want it." She goes, "I gave you a massage, fifty dollars." See, your only options are when you see them coming, uh, because they're they're waiting for the person like you, and then they're gonna make a scene. So you better fucking pay them, or it's gonna get ugly. If they try, if they go for your feet, you kick them in the face as hard as you can with your heel. She made such a fucking stink and it was such an ordeal that Jackie came running back and told me, I go, and Ernie, Ernie was there. He goes, pay her. And, uh, I go, what are you talking about? He goes, just pay her. Trust me. It's a scam, but pay her, give her the money and she'll leave. Otherwise we're going to have her with us all day. She's not going to stop. And he was right. And the resorts do their best to keep these people out of there. But sometimes they kind of sneak through and get onto the beach and fuck shit up. God damn it. Tyler says, this is why I don't travel to other countries. No bullshit. That was a good moment. To me, that was money well spent. Because then we've got an interesting dynamic to talk about later in life. So that was all good. I'm glad it happened now in hindsight. But at the time I was like, what the fuck is going on here? All right. Florida man says Eric Zane has the biggest share of Latino listeners in the podcasting universe. It's true of the, uh, massive multitude of 53 people check. Hold on. Check of the 53 people who are watching us. 43 of them are either Mexican, Honduran, or Guatemalan. All right. Thank you to Rick from TC Paintball. Patting myself on the back. I felt so good about that. And here you are being a jackass. Uh, If you are new in the live stream, we are passing the hat around for the great food giveaway number four with tampons. That is how you help out right there. I just posted it. You can see it for yourself. PayPal. Um, Venmo and Cash App. PayPal least preferred on that because they take money out of it. But in case you don't know, we're trying to raise $4,685.60 for food for 100 families for Christmas, which includes, excuse me, honey-baked ham, two cans of corn, jar of gravy, 10-pound bag of russet potatoes, uh, King's Hawaiian Rolls, and a pumpkin pie. We're funding all of that for 100 people. They drive up to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid on December 21 in the afternoon. We put the box of food in their car. Thank you. Have a great holiday. And then that's it. Um, we also are um, stockpiling a ton of feminine hygiene products because some of these folks who are underserved, underprivileged, uh, they don't even have money for that. So we want to make sure that I mean, that's one less thing to worry about uh, for the time being. The uh, Grand Rapids Pit Bull Alliance will be there as well, giving out free pet food, not just for dogs. Uh, They serve all animals, people who have a hard time feeding their pets, dogs, cats, guinea pigs, rabbits. I mean, seriously, they have rabbit food there. They'll be with us. Uh, So that'll all be happening in one big bow of goodness on Thursday, December 21, just before the big holiday weekend. Uh, of the $4,685.60 needed for all the food, as of last check, we had $2,602.52, meaning we needed two thousand eighty three point oh seven. I know a few have come in since I started the show today. Thank you very much. I'll update the tote board on the Patreon bonus podcast. Great food giveaway number four with tampons. Now you can even buy tampons or pads and bring them to the event or bring them to Irvine's between now and the start of the event. If you're in the area, if you're going to the store, buy an extra box and then drop them off at Irvine's. You can do that. I don't even know if what they're called. I, uh, If it's period cups or blood cups, both of those don't work in my brain, especially blood cups. But there is a product that we talked about on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast yesterday, complete with a visual example of how they work. That, um, it's, well, it's, they work, they're effective and reusable, but it's, it's horrible. God damn it! I think I should pass. I should show this to you. Yes, I am going to show this to you. It's like a it's like a TikTok video, a demonstration of of how this goes down. Because most of you don't have any idea how it works. I know I didn't know. I thought that it just hooked up to the woman's apparatus like a uh, a feed bucket for a horse, but it doesn't at all. It actually goes inside of the woman. All right?
0: Watch how a period cup works.
3: I don't know why this is all uh, zoomed in like that. It shouldn't be. Okay. Hmm. I don't know why I don't have sound. This isn't working out like it did yesterday. All right, never mind. This is a bad idea. Well, anyway, we'll have those. We'll give those away. I guess. That's what Megan says, at least. Uh, Ryan says, the great food giveaway is such a tremendous event as memory serves the former president, Nick, Uh, named you Big Fraud Zane thinking you were stashing all the money which he seemed to be in favor of. The former president, I don't know what you mean by the former president, Nick. Yeah, that is how it it all started though. That's how Big Fraud became a thing. I can't believe it's been that long. All right, I got to refocus. I feel like this is getting away from me. Uh, thank you to the Grand Rapids Gold. There's basketball this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I'm excited, especially about Saturday because it's Flint Tropics Night. You got the Grand Rapids Gold jerseys. They're having an auction after for the uh, uh, to commemorate the film Semi Pro. The Gold will be wearing. Flint Tropics style jerseys. The first 2,500 fans get a Grand Rapids gold semi-pro captain's hat in the colors of the Flint Tropics. Get your tickets at grandrapidsgold.com. Grand Rapids Gold, great sponsor of... The Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, Becca Shea says, I love that movie. It's a very funny movie. When is the last time Will uh, Farrell was in anything? Is he okay? All right. GrandRapidsGold.com. I can see you Saturday or Sunday. And uh, off we go. We can have a great time. Maureen says, who the hell are the Flint Tropics? It's a fictitious team in the film Semi-Pro. Starring Will Ferrell, I guess Will was in the in the uh, Barbie movie, which I never saw. Now, whenever I talk to somebody or heard somebody saying that they saw that movie, they didn't say, "Oh my god, it was so funny, it was awesome." They they uh, they say, "Oh man, I love that movie," and I'm like, "What?" What, what is, I don't understand. Like you love it. Like it was a good movie. Oh yeah. It moved me. Oh boy. I, I, I can't, I'm just going to commit to, um, not trusting anyone's judgment on that. I try to avoid silly retarded things in films. I want to think I want, I want tension. I want suspense. I want intrigue. I want drama. I generally don't like funny movies or comedies. A few have slipped by the goalie that I've been like, all right, I guess. But generally, comedy sucks. Uh, the Danity says your dog is absolutely hilarious lying back there. Yeah. It's a very regular thing. Paws are always up in the air around here. That's O'Neill. Bruce right next to him. Uh, Will Ferrell was the voice in the film strays. All right. Yeah, I guess I'm wrong. I guess he's in everything. Okay. Uh, God bless my friends over at Blue Frost IT. Thank you so much for being on board with this show. If you are in the, um, if you have a, a need of getting anything IT uh, repaired or looked at, whether it's your home computer, your laptop, or in the workplace, maybe you own a business that needs a computer upgrade, uh, the first call needs to be to Blue Frost IT. In West Michigan, 616 616 285 They have a website, bluefrostit.com, which looks like Blue Froze tit when it's all written out. BlueFrozeTit.com. Uh, for more information, you can reach out and they'll give you a 30-minute complimentary consultation about everything you would need for a tech up- upgrade for your business. You know, sometimes you got... Uh, Your own small business, there's 10 employees, everybody's got a computer workstation, and then before you know it, all that shit is super old and antiquated, and you need to update it. Don't just start buying stuff off the shelf. Hold on a second. Darla. Don't just start buying stuff off the shelf. Get a 30-minute complimentary consultation with my friends at Blue Frost IT and uh, they'll help you get started right away with everything you need for a tech upgrade. Um, This adorable, fantastic creature just wandered away to that area over by that door. You see that couch? It means I can't see her. Now, if I can't see her, there's potential for two things that can happen that would be very, very bad. If she pees, that kind of sucks, but you know, I can live with that. If she poops, okay, this is it's bad enough if the dog just crapped. Then I would be here and um you know, I would eventually the smell would get over here and be like, oh, oh no! But with this dog, by the time you smell it, that means the next terrible thing has happened and it's too late because she's closer to the smell than I am. So she knows it's there because it came out of her. The problem is she'll whip around right after it leaves one end and she'll eat it into the other end. That's right. This adorable dog eats her poop. And I've been in this room before and smelled it. And then I went over there and saw, and she's downing the last morsel. So when I see her wander over there, I get very suspicious and I'm like, what's going on? Now she seems pretty chill right now. If she had to go poop, she'd be up and around. So she might not have to go. So I'm going to set her down on the couch. But if she gets up, and wanders over there. That means we got to go downstairs and I got to take a break. All right. Now, that's quite a trade-off. You get this adorable, silly-looking dog. And, but she eats her own poop. And for that period of time, after she eats the poop, I don't, I don't like her at all. It takes a long time. Now, she hasn't done it in a while. It's been weeks. Been Keeping very close tabs on her. So I don't want it to happen again. Um, Okay, so I'm going to go set her down. Almost fell down. (laughs) Kyler writes, how do you not get pink eye six times a year? Yeah, you're telling me. what a what a life um and then there's Benny who's in the other room four dogs text message joe martinez uh oh okay i got to take a break she's wandering around don't go anywhere i'll be right back hey <laughs> So I guess false alarm. False alarm. No big deal. Uh, All right. Uh, Near where I grew up is a small community college. Macomb. That's actually pretty big. Macomb Community College. Back in the hood. And uh, some guy was on the the lam from the law. Jason Thompson is his name. And uh, he was wanted by cops, dude in his 20s. And uh, he went onto the roof of the college and they they figured out that he was up there. And then all of a sudden they couldn't find him. He like disappeared. So there, where is he? I don't know. They got a warrant out for his arrest. Cops are in hot pursuit. Can't find him all of a sudden. And then, uh, well now he's dead. While he was on the roof, he decided to, uh, try to escape by going through the, uh, the HVAC system. And so he, he, he got into a vent and, he's army crawling through the vent and he's in the building. And so he's going horizontally along the ceiling above, like he's actually inside, but he's in this vent. This this just came out. This is uh, from WWJ in Detroit. And then he got to a point where, uh, where it's going horizontally. It then makes a sharp turn going down. You can only go down. So the idiot goes down and his body falls and then it narrows the vent. So he's like a fucking cork in a bottle at this point. And he can't move in the vent. And that's where he would stay. And <laughs> So they've been like, well, where is he? I don't know. We never found out how he, how the hell did he get away? I don't know. And then someone from the college is like teaching a class. And then they're like, what is that? It just, every time I'm over here by the vent, it just smells like there's, I don't know. It smells like a rotting body. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. What is that smell? And then they, they start, you know, one and one, make two. The next thing, you know, the cops, um, find out that the guy's stuffed in the fucking vent, rotting there. God damn early Thursday, the Oakland County medical examiner's office announced his death was ruled as an accident caused by a asphyx- asphyxiation. No foul play is suspected. Now he was a real piece of shit. Um, so it's, it's probably best that he's, that he's dead. You know, um, here he is with two kids that love him very much. And th- this is, um, uh, this is proof positive that sometimes these fucking criminals, drug addicts, they just never figure it out. And they would rather do crazy shit than actually love people. Look at this. There's two kids. And now they have no dad. Well, that's actually good for them because the guy was a loser. So those kids won't even remember him. So fuck them. Um more of the details in the story. I mean, I've kind of it says, um, officials say that the guy, Jason Thompson, burrowed a great distance through the building's HVAC system before he came to a duct that was vertical in a downward direction, slipped down it head first, got stuck. Um he was a fugitive with several outstanding felony warrants. His family hadn't spoken to him since October. He told his family he was running from the cops and he was on the college's center campus and he had gotten onto the roof of the building. Family members believed it was the theater roof and he may have been hiding in the vent system. Yeah, you think? They found him there. I think the family said, we think he's in there. Um, The cops had been informed that he was a fugitive, evading arrest. Um... At first, when at first, when they first suspected he was there, they saw no evidence that he was there, so there was no smell. But he was stuck, but it took a little bit for him to die. What a way to go, you know? Jesus Christ. Upside down, in an HVAC vent, and you can't, you're slowly being, uh, running out of air. I mean, my God. Um, Could he not yell for help? Maybe he was unconscious. I don't know. Uh, This past Sunday, Macomb College police officers on routine duty at the Macomb Center noticed a distinct foul odor emanating from a part of the Macomb Center and notified their supervisor. Over the course of several hours, police and college staff worked to identify the source of the odor. What a job, huh? Which led them to a remote area of the building unavailable to the public containing a mechanical room and enclosed ductwork within the room. So they're like, I th- <laughs> I think we've narrowed it down. We've got the spot. Once they figured it out, further search required specialized equipment and expertise. So police called in the Michigan State Police Bomb Squad who used X ray equipment which showed a mass within the ductwork. A small opening was then created to insert a camera into the ductwork near the mass. Showing what appeared to be an inverted human body. Oh, my God. Fire department has to cut out the wall uh, to conduct an on-site examination and removal of the body. They had the medical examiner there, so the guy just flops out of the wall and they go, all right, do your thing. Figure out how this dumb shit died. Um, timeout. Darla. No. Come here. I so do not trust you right now. Speaking of smelling like death, it's going to smell like death. Go over there and lay down. Hey, hold on. Come here. Come here. Just bumped my head. Just let me finish this show. Okay. Um. Thompson was in an inverted position that he couldn't recover from, uh, as the space would not allow him to move, kick or use his arms in any way. God, what was he thinking when he went down that, you know, this, was he thinking he was just going to fall through like fucking Batman ends up getting stuck? Uh, the medical examiner's preliminary report found of an accidental death due to asphyxia, entrapment, environmental suffocation. It is not clear how long he was in the vent before he died. God damn! What a terrible way to go. Finally, today, uh, it was this summer that I encountered a wolf spider. I'd never seen one of those before but they're about yay big. Impressive, to say the least. That was the video I showed you. I, the spider was in the wolf pile, or the uh, wood pile, up north. And charity scam Michaels kill it, kill it. I was like, fuck you, why would you do that? He wanted me to kill it. Um, I didn't want to, though. Maybe, though, after this story, I would. Uh-oh. What the hell just happened? Hope I didn't just lose you there. Uh, After this story, maybe I would, though. Headline. Wolf spider lays eggs in man's toe. Baby hatches inside, quote, eating its way out. British man's wedding anniversary spun out of control when a Peruvian wolf spider bit him and laid eggs in the toe. With a baby hatching inside and eating its way out, Colin Blake and his wife were celebrating the 35th wedding anniversary on a cruise to France when he woke up to find one of his big toes had turned purple. Visited the doctor on board and found he had been attacked by the venomous eight-legged hunter during an outdoor meal. He had been totally unaware that he was bitten because the spider numbs its prey before laying eggs. My wife thought it may be because I had new sandals and they were rubbing on my big toe and that was causing it to be red. There are photos. This is all very, very gross from this point out. I want to warn you. Doctors cut his toe open freeing a milk-like pus that contained the spider eggs. And he thought, oh, I'm good to go. But four weeks later, Blake discovered he still had a foreign body in his foot. One of the babies was in there taking the uh, the, uh, toe to Chowtown. Darla's eating something. I don't know what. Hold on a second. It's a leaf. Um, here is the toe. Now, I don't know if that's after the first surgery or the second surgery. Because, again, four weeks later, the baby's in there eating the toe from the inside out. The spider's fang marks can be seen on Blake's toe, which eventually became home to baby, a baby spider who was, who was not removed during the initial surgery. Damn it. That is so sexy. That is a close-up of a wolf spider. Now that is an alien creature. Look at that. Holy shit. One of the spider eggs hadn't been flushed and must have hatched. They believe the spider was making its way out, eating its way out of my toe. Antibiotics killed the spider inside of his toe, but the toe had to be cut open a second time to remove the spider's body. Son of a bitch. I did ask if I could keep it, but they said no. Peruvian wolf spiders reportedly came to France from South America while hitching rides on cargo ships. Their venom is not lethal to humans. But fuck, man. Damn. Damn. That is bad. Really, really bad. Whew. Megan says I hate when you do this shit, but those are pretty amazing survival skills. So bad. My God. Ryan says it could be worse if it had bitten his nut sack or penis shaft. Exactly. You ever uh, th- this is the type of thing that keeps you up at night? How, how fine of a line it is between uh, absolute turmoil and just a normal day. I mean, because it, really all we'd ever want is just a normal day. Like today, I, I hope that there's nothing ridiculous that happens. I just hope that my dogs go out for a walk and I have a good time at the hockey game and I'm able to, you know, just a normal day and that something as simple as just a, a, a spider biting you um, that could happen at any, at any moment, maybe not like right now, but like when I'm up North, that, that could absolutely happen. Cole says asshole of the day wolf spiders. Thank you to Cole. By the way, I think he's the one who sent that story in. I appreciate that very much. Jesus. Uh, all right. Very, very gross. Rick from TC Paintball. We had him on here moments ago. So fantastic. Book an event at TC Paintball, whether playing outside or inside. Uh, get over to TC Paintball and uh, and get your group together and have a good time. TC tcpaintballgr.com. We're looking at uh, either the 14th or the 21st for the next Paintball War number 23. It'll be Rick, myself, and whoever else we can get uh, to join us for that. You know the Mexicans will be at one of them, and they're going to dominate like they always do. tcpaintballgr.com if you'd like to book your own event. Thank you to Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. Okay, so husband, wife, kids. You have to have an insurance policy on everybody. This is family 101. In the unlikely event that something terrible happens to either mom or dad, what's going to happen? In the unlikely event that something happens to one of the kids, what's going to happen? Yeah, don't have those you, you don't want to be dealing with those questions if that actually does happen, and it does happen. Um honestly, the only thing that a mom or a dad should be worried about if something happens to one of the other parents, to the other parent, is uh, taking care of the kids and um, during a what would be a difficult time. Where am I going with this? Life insurance. Get some life insurance. That is not negotiable. It's next to nothing to get a fantastic insurance policy. More than likely, nothing is going to happen to you. Okay? But in the event that it does, you want these people to be taken care of, the wife or the husband and the kids. Get more information about this after sitting down with Frank Fuss for a handful of minutes and he'll tell you how it works. Go to buyinsurancehere.com, B-U-Y, insurancehere.com and schedule an appointment with Frank Fuss, a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. I swear by him. Everything he does for his clients is 100% free because he makes money from insurance companies, not from the client. Reach out to Frank today at buyinsurancehere.com. And batting last in the order today... My lovely friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, you must take your vehicle there. You have a trusted place. Sometimes that's a, that's a tricky thing, you know. A lot of people just go to the shop nearby with their house, just because of the of the location. But you never know what you're getting. Um, I'm telling you that you do know what you're getting when it comes to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, and that is the best service in Grand Rapids for any make and models, any make and model and any EV or hybrid. Call at 616-532-6600. 616-532-6600. Or go to their website, Irvines.com, ervines.com, or just stop in. As you know, that is where we are doing the uh, great food giveaway number four with tampons. So very, very excited about that. They've been a longtime partner of your old pal EZ on the show. If you want to help out on the great food giveaway, number four with tampons, that's how you do it right there. I just posted it on the chat. And it of course is, is, uh, in the show notes of this very podcast, Venmo cash app and PayPal. 5, 10, 15, 20, 50, 100, whatever you give, it does not matter. I'm just very, very appreciative that you were keeping us as we passed the hat on and tried to feed these folks and give them tampons at Irvine's. So there you go. That's it. Uh, Jimmy says, did Eric show a picture of the wolf spider? I didn't get a picture of the wolf spider. Tyler says, I got bit by a wolf spider a long time ago. It looked like a gunshot wound and left a scar for years. Aram says, I don't mind a few spiders around the house. The spider just thinks we are housemates. I'm with you. I always leave them alone. I never, uh, people just freak out and they kill them. I don't. I can't, like I said, I can't bear to do it. Even the wolf spider in the wood pile. I wouldn't, if I found a wolf spider inside the house, I would capture him and get him out of the house. This is, this is their land, not ours. I'm one of those guys. Uh, Ryan says, thank God I paid easy on Venmo. (laughs) Eric Zaitunian on Venmo. I was warned that paying Eric Zane is not good. That man is just evil. For Darla, Bruce, and O'Neill, I'm wrapping up the show. I appreciate you very much. It is time for the asshole of the day. Yesterday it was free beer because I didn't have anybody else in mind. When in doubt, just make it the Burn King. If you did not yet see, if you did not see any of um the uh, who are these free beers? Wait until you uh, get. We break down. You can check out us breaking down Greg getting so pissed off at all the members of that show and really getting pissed off at hot wings over the dumbest thing ever. The thinness of his skin is remarkable. He makes it so damn awkward. Uh, Linda says, I know who my a-hole nominee is. I think she's referring to Joe Martinez. I don't know why. Why would you say that about Joe? I think Joe would say that his asshole of the day nominee would be Linda. I mean, I don't know. All the guy does is roots for Michigan. True, he's annoying. But all Michigan fans are. We know that. Well, the tribe has spoken. The asshole of the day is Linda for being so mean to Joe Martinez. That That's horrible. I, I, I can't believe you. That's going to do it for me. Have a great one. I, I will, uh, I'll talk to you on the Patreon book. Till next time, thank you. Congrats to Linda, a earning asshole of the day.